This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 15th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. White House slams meat packers. Again, nominee pressed on dairy terms and FDA reports farm antibiotic sales. Now here's an editor's note. There'll be no daybreak during the weeks of December 20 and December 27th. Daybreak will return Monday, January 3rd. You can check agripulse.com for news developments during that holiday period. White House slams greed of meat conglomerates. The White House is doubling down on blaming meat packers for higher food prices. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was pressed at a news conference Tuesday to say how corporate greed has caused inflation. She immediately cited the greed of meat conglomerates. That is the one area where people go to the grocery store and they're trying to buy a pound of meat, two pounds of meat, ten pounds of meat. The prices are higher, Saki said. In the view of President Biden and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, the price increases amount to corporate greed, she added. You could call it jacking up prices during the pandemic. Meatpackers note that the industry was highly consolidated long before the latest spikes in retail prices, which the industry attributes to strong consumer demand. FDA nominee questioned on dairy. Biden's nominee to run the Food and Drug Administration should have little trouble getting Senate confirmation. That according to the top Republican on the Senate Health, Education, Labor and Pension Committee, Richard Burr of North Carolina. Califf won't get the vote, however, of Senator Bernie Sanders, the independent from Vermont, who says Califf is too close to the pharmaceutical industry. Califf served as FDA commissioner during the final year of the Obama administration. Now take note, during Callis' confirmation hearing on Tuesday, Senator Tammy Baldwin, the Wisconsin Democrat, pushed him to commit to tightening enforcement of standards of indemnity for dairy products to prevent their use for plant-based alternatives. Baldwin asked, will you commit to finalizing guidance without delay and providing a fair outcome that preserves the use of dairy terms for dairy products and that resolves this matter once and for all? Caliph didn't quite promise that outcome. He said, quote, there's almost nothing more fundamental about safety than people's understanding exactly what they're ingesting. So I'm committed to make this a priority. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. 
antimicrobial sales down in 2020, according to FDA. Sales of medically important antimicrobials in food-producing animals declined about 3% from 2019 to 2020, that according to the FDA, which, while sales data do not necessarily reflect the actual use of antimicrobial drugs, sales volume observed over time can be a variable indicator of market trends related to these products, FDA said. Sales in 2020 are down 38% from the peak sales year 2015, but the amount sold last year was actually higher than 2017 and about the same as 2018. Some 82% of the usage in food animals is in cattle and hogs. Turkeys account for 12%, chickens 2%. EU Feed Group OKs U.S. Soy Sustainability Certification. The U.S. Soybean Export Council has racked up a major win in its effort to prove to European buyers that the U.S. can prove its soybeans meet high sustainability standards. The European Compound Feed Manufacturers Federation has certified USEC's Soy Sustainability Assurance Protocol, or SSAP for short. The certification provides continued peace of mind for buyers in 27 countries in the EU and beyond that U.S. soy purchased under SAP meets or exceeds FIFAC criteria for responsibly produced soy, says USAC. And with about 80% of U.S. soy exports to EU countries certified under SAP, we know that validation is important to our customers. USEC launched the SAP program in 2013 with the goal of proving to buyers in environmentally conscientious countries that U.S. soy will allow them to make sustainability claims on the products they produce. Biden urged to back renewal of trade negotiating authority. U.S. dairy groups are pressing the Biden administration to support the renewal of the president's trade promotion authority, which means Congress can't amend a trade agreement that is submitted for approval. The National Milk Producers Federation of the U.S. Dairy Export Council issued a statement yesterday to amplify growing demands from the ag sector in Capitol Hill that White House consider new trade packs. TPA would need to be renewed first, and that authority expired July 1st. Speaking on a Tuesday webinar hosted by Farmers for Free Trade, United Dairymen of Arizona CEO Robert Chesler said TPA is critical to realizing fully the potential of dairy markets in places like Vietnam, Indonesia, and the United Kingdom, and other major dairy purchasers. Labor Department posting H-2A wage rates. The Labor Department today is publishing in the Federal Register the minimum wage rates for H-2A workers as determined by USDA in November of farm worker pay. The adverse effect wage rates for H-2A rates vary by state and region from 11.99 an hour in the southeast to 17.51 in California. 
For more on the rates, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. Here's today's Heath Said It. Buckle up. We're kickstarting an American EV future. That Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on his Twitter feed with a photo of himself in a vehicle with Energy Secretary Jennifer Grandholm. Buttigieg and Grandholm signed a memorandum of understanding to create a joint office of the energy and transportation to build out a national electric vehicle charging network. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 15th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.